Dan Dickow here, Gonzaga Nation SI, with an update on Summer League. It's been a pretty good week so far for some former Gonzaga players in Las Vegas now that uh, the main event for Summer League at the NBA has tipped off. You may have seen the recent announcement of the NBA Cup, where they're trying to bring in some excitement early in the season, uh, very similar to what most European domestic pro leagues do over there. But uh, we could chat about that on another episode on another day. Uh, time to connect and uh, review a little bit of what some of the Gonzaga players have done. We'll talk to a little bit about Chet Holmgren uh, in their first stop for Summer League, but I think he's been spectacular in the first two games in um, in Las Vegas. Uh, he shows you exactly why he was uh, the draft pick that he was. I mean, he's impacting the game on the defensive end, whether it's on the ball, whether it's in help side, whether it's tracking it down after possibly being getting beat on the perimeter. He had a block the other day where uh, he was completely out of the play um, and he came back in um, and and came up with the block shot. And then on the offensive end, with the way the game is now where you want to space it and play, if you can have a big uh, of his size that can step out and shoot it, two, three feet behind the line, but then handle it and understand spacing and the willingness to create for others is such a huge advantage. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to be one of those guys that's going to, you know, have a 40 point night. Cause that's just not the way I think he's wired to play, but I think he's such a good player, such uh, he's going to bring such value to OKC um, because of all of the things that he does. He's not just a scorer, which is what most people focus on. He's a playmaker. He's a passer. He's a spacer. He's a screener. He's a he's a rim runner when he needs to be. He's a pop guy when he needs to be. And then on the defensive end, you know, he does the things that I had mentioned um, when we when we got started on this recording. So uh, I've been impressed, uh, not only the first game, but the second game where he had a double-double, 16 points, 10 rebounds, the only game. Uh, Thunder in the starting lineup to have a positive plus minus. He was plus 14. So good effort. Um, first uh, on the, on the Friday games in Las Vegas, Drew Timmy and Julian Strother's teams, the Bucks and the Nuggets matched up. And um, you know, you could tell Strother's uh, and rightfully so, because it always is what it is with a first round draft pick. You're, you're a focal point of what they do. Um, he had, uh, big minutes. I thought he played well. He had 15 points, 411 from the field, three of nine from three. So it kind of shows you where he's at as far as his comfortability and his comfort level of of what he can do at that level. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to put the ball in the deck too much and create, but you know, his shooting ability and his size, he's going to be valued to shoot it. Um, and it's kind of one of those funny things where there were two other players in that game where maybe you can see a little bit of the progression or hopeful progression that he could have. One is on his team, Peyton Watson, played at UCLA um, for one year as a freshman, really didn't play many minutes. Um, but you see the growth that you can have uh, during an NBA season with the development with uh, NBA level coaches. Uh, and this is not taking anything away from coaches at the college level, in particular Gonzaga. It's just it's a different focus level and it's preparing for the NBA game. Um, Peyton Watson, as mentioned, didn't play much a season ago, but at 23 points looked really good. And then for the Bucks, Marjan Beauchamp, um, very similar. Uh, you know, he played, uh, I think, a bit more than Peyton Watson, um, you know, but he had 23 points. They had a great second half. And it's again, it shows you the value of NBA development and uh, getting acclimated to the NBA game and how best to use your skill set. 
Uh, on the flip side for the Bucks, Drew Timmy, I thought he looked good in in the minutes that he had. You know, he's going to have to be <clears throat> productive in short minutes in summer league to make his mark. It's not like he's going to play, you know, the majority of it, the game and get touch after touch like he did at Gonzaga. So um, he's got to be aggressive in short stretches and make things happen. But in the first game, 12, 12 minutes off the bench, he had seven points, three of four from the field, including a three. So I thought he played well. Um, Malachi Smith didn't play night one for the Blazers. I'm not too surprised with that. And the reason being is you'll look at a lot of these summer league rosters. They'll have 15, 16 guys. And many times what they will do is their top or what they deem as their top seven that they want a, a really lengthy look at for summer league will play every single game. And so uh, they'll get the majority of those minutes and then they'll kind of flip flop the rest of the roster, giving different guys opportunities uh, on certain nights or with certain matchups against teams that, that maybe makes sense uh, for them. So uh, that's what, something to keep an eye out for to see if, if if Malachi Smith does play in the Blazers second game, which I believe is Sunday. So um, keep an eye on that. Other players around the WCC, Jordan Ford, former St. Mary's player, really good. 20 points for Sacramento. Pajimski continues to play really well. Nine points, 11 rebounds for Golden State and Matthew Lewis. Points for the Lakers on Friday night, but the Saturday games again. We we already chatted a little bit about Holmgren and his impact. Uh, Drew Timmy uh, didn't play much; only seven minutes, uh, four points in those minutes. So as mentioned, um, he's he's got to find ways, uh, which I'm sure he will, to impact the game right away off the bench because um, it's not uh, volume minutes and volume touches where he can kind of really get a read on what the defense is doing for him, such as he did in college. So, um, and then the other thing is he's not going to be a focal point uh, of any offensive attack at, at this time in his career at this level. So, you know, he's got to be opportunistic, whether it's um, offensive glass, which is not, and never has been really his strength. Uh, it could be cuts. It could be opportunistic pick and rolls and whether it's dives or pops as opposed to, to sets. So um, lots of things there that, that, you know, could be possibilities for him to, to, you know, get some uh, action in the games. Uh, a couple of the other guys for Gonzaga that, that to me, <clears throat> excuse me, that really looked really good um, on the Saturday games. And uh, one, you might not think of the name and think Gonzaga because he was there for two years and then he went off to play uh, professionally back in his home country. But Philip Petrushev, uh signed a contract with Philadelphia. He's back uh, playing for Philly in the summer league and he's, he's playing really well. He looked great the other day. Um, 13 points, five rebounds in 21 minutes, six of eight from the field. Uh, now he's always going to give you uh, a great offensive effort. He's always going to give you uh leave you with the feeling that you want more on the defensive end. And I think that's just his game. Some guys are wired that way. Some gay guys, uh, our strengths are that way or the way they see and understand and have IQ for the game are that way. You know, I think Drew Timmy falls into that category. Um, I certainly fell into that category as a player, but um, you know, he's uh, looking like he's definitely going to be a, a solid uh, pickup for Philadelphia in the off season. And it brings one more Gonzaga player um, into the NBA mix. So good to see that. And finally, last but not least, Andrew Nethart, um started the majority of the year for Indiana a season ago um, as after being a second round pick. I mean, I watched most of that game and 14 points, eight assists, 
there's not much more you can say. I don't think he's going to play all of summer league. My guess would he play one more game, maybe two, um, you know, sometimes, you know, young guys who've already kind of entrenched themselves in an organization uh, don't play the entire summer league. But, you know, what, what I saw again from Andrew was just a calming presence on the floor, control the game, read the game, make the right decision nearly every time. Um you know, I, I just think he's he's poised to have a, a eight, nine, ten year NBA career uh, and a good one at that. So um, fun to watch him play, fun to see him um, really kind of dictate the action out on the court there. So there you have it. Update from NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm sure in the next day or two, we'll bring you another one because there is lots of action coming up. Uh, OKC is off today on Sunday after playing back-to-backs, but Portland plays again today. Uh, so maybe look for Malachi Smith, Philly, uh, Indiana, um, Denver, I believe, all play today as well. So lots of action. Uh, we'll bring you all the recaps with Gonzaga Nation SI.